Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Disco Inferno, the podcast. I am your host, Sam. Alongside me is my co-host, Logan. Hey, everyone. Happy to have you back for episode four. We are very excited for this episode because this is where we really start talking about trying to get our traction going with the double dates, you know. On the past couple episodes, we talked about the vibe check and we talked about trying to get the ball rolling, but we weren't really catching any dice. But this is where we really put the pedal to the metal. Our foot is on the neck and our foot is on the gas and we're getting after it. Yeah, I think this was the point where we got a lot of responses on the vibe check, which we were not expecting. And all of a sudden we were like, all right, now we have to like actually try to make one of these happen. How are we, how are we going to do this? So yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about. Things leading up to us eventually deciding on the first double date. But it was a process to try to get to that point. So without further ado, let's get rolling. Let's do this, people. So I guess the best place to start. So we made the vibe check and we went over a lot of the results on the last episode. But now came the question of, all right, how are we going to get this double date actually going? How are we going to turn this from a dream into reality? What are we going to do? So that meant I had to come back up to Cambridge and we had to come up with a game plan one way or another. That's right. So another weekend with the boys trying to figure out can we make this idea a reality? So my timeline might be a little bit mixed up here. Logan, if you want to start off with this, I think that would probably be good, at least from your point of view. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we were, uh, it had to be late March, early April. We had originally wanted to go on a double date by the end of March. And I think we were no dice. That is correct. Yes, confirmed. We did not make our our expected um, or our, our hopeful goal of having one in March. That didn't happen. So, you know, one minor setback. We said we'll make a major comeback. Sam comes on up. I think so. Obviously, during this time, we're going over the vibe checks. We are. Um, Sam's running the account, talking to you know various matches, trying to set things up. And I think we had some potential for the Friday night. That is correct. We did. So while I was on the dating app, we got this one vibe check saying that there were some girl bosses looking for their kings or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was. And I was rattled because I think like I mentioned last episode, the whole girl boss thing is new to me. I'm not against it. I just, it was getting thrown around a lot and I was just not familiar with the term, but. And I was going back and forth with this girl on the dating app and you could definitely tell that she was very intrigued and really wanted to make this happen. She said that she had a friend that was also down. So let's get the ball rolling. Let's do something. Let's set it up. I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So anyone that gives like actual genuine interest to us, I'll give them my phone number because you know, I'll get just lost in the messages on the dating apps. So I want them to contact me directly. So I gave her my number. She starts texting me and we start going back and forth and we set up actually before we set anything up, she mentions to us, she's like, any chance that you have a third because I have another lovely friend that wants to join, which was, which was awesome. 
I mean, I'm more than happy to turn a double into a triple any day of the week. But we were then back at the point like, wait a minute, well, who are we going to bring? Exactly. So I told her, you know, I would do my due diligence and see what I could make happen, but probably not going to happen at this current moment in time. And then she's like, okay, well, what do you think about a little three on two date? Three girls, two guys. I'm just like, well, that would be quite the hot start to our first ever double date. That might be a bit overwhelming knowing where we're coming from. Um, That would be a lot, but it would be, I mean, talk about comfort challenges. Oh yeah. That'd be great. I was all for it. I was like, sure, let's do it. And she was like, okay, cool. How about Friday? I was like, let me check with the boss. The boss said, yes, let's do it. So I was like, okay, perfect. Yeah, we could do it. Let's set it up. She's like, oh, actually, we happen to have a dinner reservation at, I don't know what restaurant, some random restaurant. Yep. Let me see if we can add you guys on to that. And once again, you know, we're pretty peak COVID. Not peak COVID, but the COVID regulations are still pretty heavy. So you can only have so many people at a table. You only have the 90-minute time limit. So, you know, these restaurants, they want to turn tables as quickly as possible. They don't want to just be giving out tables for people that might change or whatever. So they called the restaurant and said that they were not able to change the reservation from three people to five people. Which was devastating because I think this was, I think this was like Wednesday and Thursday that we were in talks with them. Sam was coming up Friday and we like, they were like, yeah, let's do it. And at the time we had no idea they already had reservations and we were like, all right, perfect. You know, where are we going? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, this is like Thursday probably. And they're like, oh, sorry. Like we have a reservation and like, they won't let us change it. We're going to have to do another time. And I was like, did we really just get stymied on our first one? Kind of, but I mentioned, I was like, okay, so we can't make it happen this week. What's your schedule looking like next week? And she's like, oh, we're pretty much open for the most part. I'm like, can you guys rip a Thursday? And she's like, I have no idea what ripping a Thursday means. Well, we can show you. Pretty much. That's what I told her. And she was like, okay, I guess we can rip a Thursday. I said, great. Block that time off. Let's plan on it. They still wanted us to look for a third, so I told her I'll look for a third over the weekend and, you know, smooth sailing from there. Yep. We'll come back to these girls in a little bit. So they were supposed to be for Friday, ended up not being able to change their reservation from three to five people, which meant that our double date that we were supposed to go on was now out the window. Gone. And this is Thursday, Thursday night, probably. So I was texting Logan back and forth and we were trying to figure out, okay, end of March, it's coming up quick. We got to figure out something to do. We got to find some lovely ladies to go on a double date so that we can achieve our goal. And this is where the Hail Marys start getting sent. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So I come up on Friday. I forget what time I came up, but it was around, I think around dinner time or so. Yeah, it had to be. And I remember because I think I had, I don't I think I had walked somewhere to the corner store or something by me to pick something up. And I remember walking back and I see this, this man with flowing hair dressed up in his white button down, fresh out the casino, walking up to my front door. And I said, I know that man. 
this is about to be a night. For those that don't know what he's talking about, we'll talk about that on another episode, why <laughs> I was walking out of the casino in a nice white shirt. That'll probably come up on our first double date. So stay tuned for that episode. Yeah, I forgot we hadn't really disclosed that. Don't worry, we will. Yeah, we'll get there. So I come in, yeah, so I came back because I was talking with, oh yeah, no, actually, we were just talking about this because we just went to his Chipotle down the street and to get from his Chipotle to his house is maybe a quarter of a mile, but it can take 40 minutes at times because of the traffic. And I remember that day I was so hungry. So I went over the to the Chipotle and something happened where it got messed up and there's a Whole Foods across the street. But to get across the street, you have to cross all these lanes of traffic. You have to go on this rotary. Then you get stuck in more traffic. Then you have to pull into the parking lot and the parking lot is a mess. It's a whole nightmare situation. So I pull into the Whole Foods. I grab a pizza, bring it back to the house because one of his roommates wanted pizza as well. Yeah. And then I get stuck in traffic. So Logan calls me and I don't remember being in that bad of a mood, but Logan says no, that. No, the, don't don't kid the audience. Don't kid the audience. Sam is usually a very level tempered guy. You know, he really not too high, not too low, keeps it even keeled. He's usually in a good mood. You know, I, I there I don't know that I can really pick out a time other than maybe this phone call where like I could tell I was like Sam is like actually upset. And I called him because I was leaving the house to go pick up whatever I was grabbing. And he picks up the phone and I was like, hey, like uh, I'm heading out of the house. So like if you get here, you know, before I'm back, just the back door is open. Go ahead. And he was like, yeah, maybe I'll get there in like 30 minutes. And I was like, I was like, where are you? He was like, I'm literally like I'm I'm by Chipotle. And I, I could like, walk back to his place <laughs> before I could drive there. And the fact that that is happening, we have all of these resources available to make sure that this doesn't happen and it just happens every single time at this place it's terrible it's horrible i'm gonna go off on a tangent on this i don't want to do that because it's just bad vibes but to be clear i was gone from the house no longer than 10 minutes and by the time i got back he was he was already there so it really wasn't that long but clearly the man was frustrated after you know a long day these people they're trying to cut me off they're like right in my bumper it's like calm down people like it's massachusetts what do you expect i'd at least expect massachusetts drivers to go fast you know but they were they're moving like turtles out there it was terrible well lo and behold you did get here i did i got i ate some pizza and then i was in a much better mood yep yep it was a quick turnaround and yeah so then we started talking it was me logan and his roommate and his roommate he was kind of into what we've been doing, but he was talking a lot of smack to us. He's like, yeah, it seems like you guys are a whole lot of talk and you're not really doing anything around here because we're talking about all our matches that we're getting, all this potential. And he's like, but you got nothing to show for it. Yeah, I I was getting ridiculed on a daily basis. Every day I would walk upstairs because my room's in the basement and be like, oh, so did you lock in a date? And be like, nope, no, we just had, we had another that would just fell through. And he'd be like, yeah, okay, this is all just a bunch of BS. You guys don't have anything going, you know? So I was catching flack for probably, probably like two weeks. And I don't really have a chip on my shoulder for anything, but if there was a time to have a chip on my shoulder, it was now because I needed to show that we could make this happen one way or another. So... All throughout the night, 
me and Logan decided, all right, we got to figure out how can we get a date for Saturday? We're in the same predicament that we were in a couple of weeks ago, Friday night, looking for a date on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it seems like deja vu. Although I think we were even, I think we had not completely dropped the concept of maybe like swinging drinks for that Friday night. Because I remember you came in and I hadn't really seen the actual hinge account yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And you were like, here, you can scroll through our matches, like, you know, whatever. And so like, I was just like looking and I was bewildered at the number of matches in the, in the queue. And then we were like, do you think we can swing any of them for, for like drinks later tonight? And I was like, I mean, we may as well give it a shot. Right. And so we had one response on the vibe check from, do you recall the goddess of rock? Oh, I recall the goddess of rock. One, this girl left her name, didn't give her real name, just said the goddess of rock. And we actually knew who she was because she mentioned that, I think, in messages on Hinge to Sam. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like, we may as well just try and send it because she had been pretty responsive on the message, to, she, or on the on the app. She was very responsive because she was roasting our concert choices. And I had to explain to her that the reason we had those choices on the vibe check for the concerts was because you can kind of tell what kind of person you might be dealing with from those responses. She was looking for like Eric Clapton, all these random like eighties rock stars. We used to listen to Eric Clapton back in school. I love Layla. Great song. Great song. You got me on my knees. I mean, he's, he's got a couple, he's got a couple classics. We've matched with a few Layla's and I've dropped that line more times than I probably should have. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. So yeah, we were going back and forth with the goddess of rock And I even let Logan rip a message and he said, hey, this is Logan. We were very intrigued by your responses. Something along those lines. Yeah, I think, you know, I think I approached this one in kind of a bad manner. You know, I think I think we pushed the vibe check a little too far. And I was like, we've reviewed your your submission. Um, We thought you had some very intriguing responses and we would love more than anything to take you on a date. What do you say you grab one of your friends and we get drinks tonight this girl was also the girl on the vibe check that said she can speak or she's from switzerland and speaks french or something like that yeah oh you know what that's what it was her i think her profile said she was from sweden but then if we we used google translate to translate whatever that message was in a different language and it said i'm from switzerland so i was a little confused maybe we're getting catfished could have been that you know what i'm gonna go with that theory because that way I feel better about once we tried to make the real date happen. That's why she went dark on us. Yeah. So she ended up ghosting us. No replies. Typical. You know, I that doesn't surprise me if someone just stops replying. You're, it's expected. Yeah. On these apps, like it is more frequently than not, you'll have like a couple message conversation and then one person will just go dark. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's them. It, ju- it just happens. You can't take these things personal. No, absolutely not. It's great for building thick skin. Yeah, I would agree. So she was out, which meant even more time to throw more Hail Marys. So we started just getting after it, saying to any person that we matched with, what are you doing for Saturday? Let's grab drinks. Yeah, I think our I think our concept was like we've tried because we originally we were concerned that like, what if we got two people who said yes to the same day? 
and then we would be in a pickle. And I was like, we were both like, we really don't want to be in that situation. And then we started getting so many rejections that we were like, you know what? Forget about it. Let's just cast a wide net and see what we can do. So we were sending as many out as we could. And this was before what ended up happening for Friday night is we all went out to dinner at a spot in Somerville and like us, Logan's roommates, that's it. I think they're girlfriends as well. Yeah. Yep. And on the way there, you should have seen me. I was putting in work for, for the people. I was sending messages as I was walking there, almost tripped on a few curbs, but you got to do what you got to do when it's game time. I mean, we were doing everything we could to make this happen anything that we could even while we were at the restaurant like i was looking around like for potential people just walking around and just saying going up to them and saying hey what are you doing tomorrow let's go on a double date that's the thing we've we've been doing it on dating apps but it doesn't have to be strictly through dating apps right and i think the in-person offer is actually like far greater comfort challenge it's way easier as like a cop out to send a text right absolutely but like when you walk up to someone and you look them dead in the eye and you're like, what do you say we go on a date? That is a whole nother level of comfort challenge. And where we were at, it's over by Tufts. So, of course, there's a lot of young people in that area. So a lot of potential for people that might, may be intrigued on going on a double date. Yeah, there, I mean, there was there was a good number of people around in the, the restaurant. The tables are outside. So, you know, we were just sitting there having, I think, some margs maybe. And Yeah, once the margs got rolling then his roommate started talking even more trash yeah i mean that should be expected alcohol will definitely make that happen but that's fine it kind of fired us up though yeah it kind of fired us up it added fuel to the fire it was awesome yeah and while we were there we actually did get a little bit of traction with one girl this this was interesting so i'm sitting at the table And I pull out my phone. I'm at like 5%, but of course, I just got to see what's happening just in case. It's around 10 p.m. Everyone else there having a good time drinking their margs. I'm just, I'm still grinding away trying to figure something out. And I open up the app. I look at it and it's from this one girl. Let me pull up the message so I can read it word for word. Unless she unmatched us, but let me take a look. I wouldn't be, well, I don't know. I don't think she has. So just give me it a It wouldn't surprise me, but at the same time, you know, so we'll see if it happens. But this, I think this happened when we were like, we had just sat down at the table and like Sam said, we were catching flack and then he looks over at me. My jaw is open. This is what I said to her. Hello, XYZ. Assuming this means that you may be intrigued. If so, highly recommend checking this out. Sent the vibe check. Looking forward to discussing more. Handshake emoji. And she replies back, do I have to do a vibe check or do you want me to bring a friend over tonight? And then literally 20 seconds later, she replies back, I filled out the vibe check. The first message, I I mean, I think we were both shocked. I think we like at that point in time, had we gotten any like we've gotten some pretty direct what we'll call them direct messages yes through the the dating app yes but at that point in time i don't know if we'd really received many of those we that was the first one that i was like whoa that's out there yeah i mean and by the way this was like it wasn't like this was like 6 p.m like what do you say like we come over and have some drinks or something this was like like 9 9 30 it was it was was 10 p.m 
It was I already just looked late. at the time. It yeah. was like, you know, getting into thirsty hours late, late. Yeah, so that was rattling, especially considering that, you know, I guess we are in theory making an assumption about what she was looking for here. But the, I, I don't know. You tell me. Is that is that crazy to make the assumption? You don't just throw that out there at like 10 p.m. to a random stranger that you matched with on the internet. And yeah, so I would say I think the things that she was looking for were not really our, what we're looking for at all. Not our intentions of this at all. It was an awesome response, though. I was so fired up because it was just hilarious. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, I mean, we were dying. We were outside at the restaurant drinking margs, and I, we couldn't believe it. Especially from the, like, you look at the girl in the profile, she looks nice and sweet. Then all of a sudden she's ripping that towards us. I was like, whoa, <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. But I mean, there's one thing I think you would agree with me, Sam, that we respect a lot is straight shooters. Oh, absolutely. Even so, after the fact, when we got back to Logan's place, we ended up having a group vibe check session where all of his roommates and his roommate's girlfriends were posted up on the couch and we pulled the vibe check onto his TV and we were going through the people that have filled out the vibe check that we could reach out to trying to get Saturday going. And she filled out the vibe check. And one of the things she said on there was it was something along the lines of, please don't waste our time. If you, if you don't want to hang with us, just tell us. Right. And I would say, yeah. So, so she sent a very direct message, pretty much, pretty much asking if, if she could just come over that night on the spot. And then also followed it up with on the vibe check, like don't mess with us. Tell us what you're looking for or beat it. She did say word for word, don't mess with us. Which was a, a bit concerning. But I respected it. Oh, absolutely. But that's one where it's like, okay, I, re I respect that a lot. But like, I am not going to get involved here. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to watch from, watch from afar. Yeah. Once again, we're trying to be gentlemen out here. We're just trying to meet some people, have some laughs, go from there. We're like I said, we're not call her daddy. As yeah. much as the people might want it to be, it's just not what it is. If that's what you're looking for, you shouldn't be listening to us. So that was an exciting response. I guess, you know, that could have completed our double date, so to say, for the month, but we were both like, eh, probably not a good move. No. No. It would have been it would have been a bad idea. So then we're back to the drawing board, so we're going over the vibe check with all the roommates and there were a couple intriguing responses. There was this one group, two girls. She left her work phone number. Oh, this. Well, we didn't know it was her work number, though, for sure. Right. But she said they dropped in the. So we have the opportunity for them to, you know, leave their phone number or Insta handle, whatever it might be. Right. And. This girl leaves in there. She says, here's my number. Ask for so and so. And I was like, ask for so and so. Like. This sounds like it's a work number. There's only way, one way to figure out whether or not it is. So, of course, we had to call it. Absolutely. And guess what? It was her work phone number. It was her work phone. So they got a they got a missed call from my cell phone at, what was it, like 1130 <laughs> at night on yep. a Friday? Yep. Should have left a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, maybe next episode we do a live call back to him. Maybe. I did May, Maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, 
Oh, I'm mixing up groups right now. But I feel like we did we did message them on yeah, the app. Yeah, and we were I, like, I did message her back like a few days later. Like, hey, we called the office. You weren't in. And then she replied back. That's a lie because I was in the office all weekend. I didn't even reply back, but I meant to say something along the lines of, you sure you were in the office at 9 p.m. on a Friday night? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she was lying through her teeth. We did call the office. Unfortunately, no one's in on Friday nights, but... You know, we gave it a shot. I actually, I thought that was really funny that she left her work number. They were the fan favorites of the group in terms of the vibe check, not my personal fan favorites. And I forgot to mention this. We completely forgot this part. So there were two girls that we matched with that were from New York. Oh, that's right. They had a double account. They were the first double account that we personally saw and we matched with them. And their profile said that they were coming up for the weekend and they just wanted to hang with some guys and show them around Boston. I was like, great. This is awesome. We could do that. And so I was keeping in touch with them. Just like, hey, let us know what you're thinking. If you're around, let us know. If not, no problem. And they were coming up on that Friday. And they're like, hey, uh, we're pretty much what they said was we have a lot of stuff planned. If we can do something, great. But most likely, we're just going to be busy doing our own thing. Totally fine. Yeah. They did say if we ever go to New York to hit them up. So. So it looks like we might be going to the Big Apple sometime. They seem like lovely ladies. They did seem very cool. And they actually were, they they were very responsive, I think, on the app. Extremely nice too. So we most definitely have to make a trip down to New York and at least let them know that we're down there. Yeah, for sure. So they were kind of on the horn, so to say. Kinda, not really. Uh, we tried the girl with her work phone number. The rest of the people on the vibe check, I don't think there were there was really anybody else that we were very like, yeah, we should really go on a date with these girls. What about Flavortown? I can't remember if this was around that time, was it? I think it was. So we matched with these two girls. And they answered Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives was their binge watch show. And then in the extra relevant info, they said, we both love Guy Fieri, like on my way to Flavortown right now. And we both thought this was super intriguing. So we're like, heck yeah, let's get something going with these girls, especially because there's a new Guy Fieri restaurant in Boston. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, we have Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on the survey. I would love to go to Guy Fieri's place. I would too. So we were going back and forth with her for a little while. I don't think we were looking specifically for that weekend. I can't remember. It's kind of blurry. I think they explicitly said they're like, we're not around this weekend, but like we should make it happen. Exactly. So I was like, okay, we can do that. They did ask us. They said we should go to Guy Fieri's restaurant sometime. And I'm like, we absolutely should. We will take you there. You say the word and we will make it happen. So they were kind of kind of on deck not really because they were out of town so aside from that we were striking out we were but we we had opportunities in the pipeline as you like to say in your sales terms yes right because we had um those couple of girls that couldn't change the reservation but they said you know we'll be you know we can do thursday and then these girls were out of town for the weekend You know, I'm starting to wonder if maybe all of them, you know, they probably could have changed the reservation and these girls probably were in town, but they were like, we're not going to do it. 
Yeah. Probably the case, but we're going to go with what they said. We're going to we're going to trust their word for now until, you know, innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. And but anyways, it sounded like we had a Thursday coming up and it sounded like we might be taking a couple ladies to Flavortown. Yep. So the next day on Saturday, we still did the exact same thing. So we woke up, still no dice. And we're like, all right, we need to just really get after it. So in the morning, I was busy throwing out all the messages that I could. Midday, we had a nice little barbecue session in the backyard. Yeah, that was actually, I, I really liked it. Was, um, it was like very early April. Or was it still March? I can't point? remember, but. What's the difference? Either way, it's supposed to be cold in New England. It was like it was like 65 degrees. We were outside baking like lobsters. I don't think it was burgers, but it, yeah, essentially we were we were chefing no, up like lobsters. I was sitting oh, out there oh, oh, baking oh. like a lobster. I looked like a lobster getting in the sun for the first time in months. Okay, I can't believe I completely that went right <laughs> over my head. I was like, we didn't eat lobsters, we had burgers. <laughs> <laughs> but I was out there grilling, grill master. I was whipping up some tunes and we were talking some business over with one of his roommates. It was a great, great time. Yeah, we were out on my back deck, you know, relaxing, having some good burgers. I think I think I might have mixed a beer in there. I think my roommate did too. Maybe. I mean, how, how could you not? It was such a great afternoon. I was, like I said, getting red as a lobster. It was great. First real sunny spring day that we've had in yep. 2021. Yep. And we're like, oh my goodness, we got to get something going. You know, when the sun shines out, people are going out, they're excited. There's just a different energy in the air. We had to make something happen. So once again, we're throwing out Hail Marys, trying to get anybody. There's people matching with us from the North Shore, like 50 minutes away. And we're questioning to ourselves, do we really drive 50 minutes up to the North Shore tonight? Yeah, that would have been a lot. I mean, honestly, I don't know if you remember this, but we were we were striking out so bad. I don't tell anyone have a single account as well, which I actually recently put on pause because it was just, it was too much. It was too much for me. Mm. But anyways, so there were a couple girls who matched with us on both my single account and the double account. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we just got to, we got to just, we got to try and make something happen. So I tried to start messaging some girls from the single account saying, we should go on a double date. Like, do you have any friends? And actually we had one girl who was responding to us. And then she curiously was also out of town that weekend. Mm-hmm. Awful lot of people out of town. Yeah. You know, very suspicious. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a travel weekend, but this is, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we were trying to do to make this happen. Like it's really disappointed when disappointing when you just put in so much effort and you just get nothing in the way of results. It's extremely disappointing, to say the least. It's discouraging. It knocks you down. I can't really remember the rest of the night, to be honest. Well, so we we finished up our burgers. We were listening to some tunes. That was actually the day you accidentally introduced me to um, Rock MGK. That's right. For those of you that don't know, I used to be the biggest MGK hater on the planet back when he was a rapper. I still don't necessarily like him, but I'm not going to lie. His pop punk music, it hits different. It's good. Yeah, I got hooked on um, on that, that pop punk album for like, it's still going. It's like four weeks running where it's like one of the, the only things I listen to. Like Bloody Valentine, awesome song. Forget Me Too is my favorite. 
Halsey Halsey kills it. I like I think I'm okay, which was back when he was kind of toying around with whether or not he should go the pop punk route, but he was still kind of rapping. It hates it kills me to say that I kind of like MGK, but I kind of like him now. Plus, I got to give him props because anyone that dates Megan Fox, that's just a W in my book. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got things. He, he's got green lights going in his favor. He does. Yeah. So we were ripping some tunes, figuring stuff out. And then I think we, you know, finally the sun had gotten to both of us and we were like, all right, we should go inside and try and figure out like it's probably three thirty, four o'clock. We're like, if, if we're going to make something happen, it, it's like got to be now. Yes. You know. And so I think we turned on the golf, the golf tournament for the weekend. Yes. I can't remember. Yeah, which it was the WGC was. match play. That's right. Yes, it was. Yep. Um, and we continued uh, both liking girls through the app, trying to get more matches and messaging people who we thought might respond to us. We found one who lived, you know, everything up in up in Boston is all in like these like squares and like little like town center areas. And I think she lived in one of the the squares that was probably like just on the it was probably only a mile away from us. Yes. We we're like, oh, perfect. Like we wouldn't even have to go into the city. Like we could do something out here and it would be super easy. She was also a baker. Which that's actually fascinating. I feel like there's I, I don't know anyone who's like a baker these days. We found that very intriguing. And she also said, I have like four to five single friends. Just tell me which one you want me to bring and we'll make it happen. We probably said bring them all, but either way, it was potential. She was responding. She was responding. And then I don't really remember what happened with that. No, you know what happened was we were like, well, what do you say we get drinks tonight? Dark mode. Mm, yeah. Classic. Oh, must have been out of town. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to check my phone, even though oh, you're sitting on it all night. My phone died. Yeah. Well, we did. We probably have said that to my phone before. died. We yeah. I, I actually said that to the girl that was looking to come over on Friday night. I said, yeah. sorry, my phone died. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm not happy that we used it, but I understand. Yeah. You know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. So actually now it's all coming back to me because we couldn't get anything going. So one of Logan's, not even one of Logan, one of, what am I saying? One of our college friends yeah. texted right. Logan and was like, hey, we're having a little get together at my place. You should roll through. And Logan's like, or no, they were they were going out to grab drinks somewhere, and they texted right. Logan saying, oh, we have an extra spot if you want to come. And they're like, oh, sorry, Sam's in town. They're like, oh, just come on over afterwards. Right. Yeah. They were going. They were doing the whole drinks in Southie thing, and they had five a, a table for six. So they texted me, and they're like, hey, like, what are you what are you up to? You should come. You should come through. And I was like, I would absolutely love to, but. Sam's here. So we're going to be over the, uh, you know, the COVID six person limit. And they're also good friends with Sam. Um, all went to school together and they were like, well, wh why don't we just do something after? And we were like, absolutely. Let's make it happen. So that was on tap, but priority number one was still finding a date. So we told them that, you know, we might have some things in the works, but we might not. So if we don't, we'll go hang out with y'all. Right. Lo and behold, Nothing came from it, but the the North the North Shore girls. They were interested. So this was at the same time there were the girls that lived like a mile away from me, 
And then there are these girls who I think when we messaged them, we didn't realize that they were up in the North Shore. For those of you who don't know, um, so we're in Cambridge. North Shore is probably an easy half hour, 35 minute drive all the way up there. And it was now 530. So if we were going to do that, we pretty much had to turn it around and get in the car and go. Yeah, it was going to be a haul to get there. Yep. And then we had, at that point, we had pretty much accepted the fact that we weren't going to get a date and we had told our friends, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll meet you in the city once you guys are done in Southie. So that's exactly what we ended up doing. We hopped on the T, my first time being on the T in over a year and a half, and I did not miss it one bit. I mean, the T, the T is interesting. I, I mean, I used to rip it into work every day. Um, I actually don't mind it when it's like empty. Something about like being on trains or like, I like traveling. I don't mind the commuter rail, but the T is just, every time I go in those stations, I feel like I'm inhaling stuff from 50 years ago that I should not be inhaling. That's because you probably are. And you know, you're in there. The crackheads tend to have a lot of conversations with me for some reason. I don't know why. I've had some bad experience with like people doing drugs in the T-stops. They might not even be talking to me, to be honest. They might be talking to their imaginary friend that's next to me. That's definitely possible. Yeah. Anyways, we're hopping on the T. We go over to the North, not North Shore. We go to the North End, see the gang. It's the first time I saw any of the gang in probably a year and a half. So the last time I saw any of those people... Me and Logan and the gang, we went down to visit one of our buddies that was going to grad school at the University of Georgia. That's right. We went down for a game. That was an awesome trip. Maybe we'll dive into that trip one day. It was a lot of fun. We ripped up all the bars in Athens. It was a great time. It was a phenomenal time. It was also very revealing because where we went to school, small school, not really known for its social life. Or, you know, social activities, parties, etc. Um, Georgia is a whole different story. I mean, the like the whole campus was at the football game. It's those southern schools. Football's religion. You know, it really made me second guess our school selection, but I mean, we'll just brush over that. Growing up down in Texas, I would go to UT games all the time, and I'm a Longhorn fan till the day I die, unfortunately, but it's definitely a different lifestyle compared to where we went to school, that's for sure. It's not a different lifestyle, it's a different world. Yeah, it's not even in the same realm. No. So if you're looking to go to a party school, go in the South, that's for sure. Yes, yep, that's, that's true. Athens was awesome. I loved Athens. I wasn't sure what to expect, and I thought it was sick. I, yeah, I thought it was really cool, actually. They, they had a lot of good spots around there. The downtown area was pretty cool. You've got the school there, plenty of nice apartments and stuff in the area. Talking about comfort challenges, one of the common comfort challenges I like to do is just trying out any new thing. So, of course, we had to rip up one place that I always wanted to go but never had been, Waffle House. We did hit Waffle House, and it was it was an elite breakfast. It was very interesting. You know, we're walking in there. You still got the drunk guys from the night before that are hanging out, talking it up with whoever's whipping up the waffles. And then you got the nice ladies walking in, talking about going to church the next day. Yeah, it was it was. It was like a community meeting place where like 
No one was excluded. Everyone's invited. Anyone can show up. No one will think anything of it. The bars were ridiculous, too. We went to this one bar that was only 90s themed and would only play 90s bangers. I think they should do more of that. I thought that was cool. It was fun. And then we went to some random little bar. It had this interesting vibe. It had like a Buddha statue in it. You could rub the little Buddha's belly. And then we went to this one other bar slash club type of deal. So you walk in and it looks like a normal bar and then you go behind the corner and it's just a straight up mosh pit. Yeah, that place. It was Hedges. Yes, that's what it was called. Hedges. It's no longer open because the owner uh, owner has done some bad things. But yeah, that place was wild, though. And they had like the laser lights in there that were like bright colors going every. I mean, it, it was like you were at like at some DJ's concert. It was awesome, too, because they were playing all the music I like, like they were playing block boy JB. They were playing just banger after banger. It was sick. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I had a bad ankle and everything, and I was hitting the shoot the entire time, you know? Mm-hmm. Shoot, 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 <laughs> shoot. Anyways, I don't even know how. Oh, yeah. So we went, visited the friends up in the North End. Really just chilling, hanging out. Like I said, we I hadn't seen them in over a year and a half, so I was kind of catching up with them a little bit. That's really it for the end of the night. And yep, that closed out our Friday and Saturday of trying. You can't say we didn't put in the effort because we, I I think I said it that weekend, but you know, I have never asked so many girls out and offered them, you know, drinks and dinner on me and gotten shut down so many times. That's just the way the game goes sometimes. You know, there's something to be said for persistence. You know, you're going to get shut down, but you battle back. So we talked about this on our accountability call the next day, as usual. We weren't too worried, though, because we still had the girls lined up for Thursday. That's right. That's right. So we were very excited to get this thing going. I was going to come up, stay at Logan's place for the night, take these nice girls out, have a good time. Thursday comes around or actually I sent him a text on like Tuesday or Wednesday like hey hope you had a great weekend just wanted to make sure that we're still good to go for Thursday silence nothing at all did they ever respond never responded are you serious and I was thinking about sending a follow-up text after the fact but I know for a fact that she saw it for sure they they're I mean people are on their phones all the time like even myself, I will admit, I do this all the time. I will like look at a message and I'll just, I'm not a big texter. I'll be like, I just don't feel like dealing with this right now. You know, for the most part, that doesn't surprise me, but she was hyping themselves up and she was just saying like, you guys better be ready because you're about to be messing with the hottest girls in Boston, like the girl bosses. Once again, they claim themselves as the girl bosses and they were making this known to me and they were. She just kept saying like how excited they were for it beforehand. And then I send the follow-up text like, hey, are we still good to go on Thursday? And nothing. Listen, you're not a boss if you're doing that. Not even. So like there's been a few people that I've texted back and forth with. And we're kind of in the process of setting something up. And I don't hear from them for like two weeks. And then they're like, oh, shoot, my bad. I completely forgot about this. Let's make something happen. These girls, nothing. And they were, they seriously, I thought they were 100% in. Yeah, it, I thought it was a lock. 
you know, I, I'm still kind of rattled about it. I forgot about it. And then Logan brought it up today before we were recording. And I was like, oh, my goodness, how could I forget that short term memory? It's good. It's good when you're taking so many losses. So, yep, that was another failure. And then we're like, oh, my goodness, you know, we're going through this again. Are we ever going to go on this double date? And of course, at this point, after a full weekend of really pushing for it and having nothing to show and then getting turned on on the Thursday, you can only imagine my roommates were like, we've had enough of this kid. Like he's 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 just telling us lies. Nothing to show for it. But you know what? Tough times don't last. Tough people do. That's right. So the second this happened, yeah, it might have been discouraging. But we just had to strap our boots back on and get running again. Listen, you never fail until you give up. So there we were, back at it again. And this time we're doing the whole thing again, messaging girls and whatnot. And finally, I get some sort of intrigue from this one girl. She did answer the vibe check, and then I'm trying to find the messages that she sent me, if you want to take over about anything real quick. Yeah, no, I think um, as long as we're rolling where I think we're rolling, um, it was interesting because I think her name had popped up from her vibe check responses, and we were like, wow, this girl seems like kind of interesting, and then... Do you remember this? The app like glitched and yeah, we couldn't I was, find it. I was literally about to say this. So I texted her the whole spiel. Lovely seeing you here. Assuming this means you may be intrigued, blah, blah, blah. She sent back the laughing emoji. Damn, your survey is super long, but I'll consider filling it out. I said, we hope you do. Looking forward to, to discussing the results. And she filled out the vibe check and we were intrigued by her responses. So we wanted to take her out on that Friday, but I was looking through the app and she just wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was like, I think it was like a whole week where you were like, you were texting me and you're like, dude, like, did this girl unmatch us? Like, where did she go? Yeah, she literally was not there. I thought she unmatched us. And then all of a sudden she popped back up again. I was like, okay. So I messaged her. I said, hey, I have no clue where our conversation went. It doesn't show anything on our end, but we are very impressed with your submission. We're hoping to take you and your lovely friend out in the near future. And on her vibe check, they said... Something about bring elite banter. So I said, prepare for some elite banter. And she said, can't wait. One of you text me. Here's my number. So I was like, okay, we could have potential here. So did you pull, do you have her vibe check pulled up? You bet you. Yeah, pull it up. So we could tell you why we were kind of intrigued. Okay. So should we just run, run through some of these responses? Yeah. All right. So leaving the names out of it. We had concert. They said Drake. Um, binge watching TV show, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Guy Fury, shout out. Name the puppy, Bruce. Um, oh, this was actually a great karaoke song. Nothing gets the crowd going like Bleeding Love. Mm. That's a great song. I'm a big fan of Leona Lewis. I don't know what happened to her. She had like a couple, you know, Bleeding Love, Better in Time. There might have been one other, and I have not heard from her since. Um, oh, in this one, we actually mentioned this on the show last time, if you were listening closely. Celebrity crush, Andy Sandberg and Big Sean. Yep. That, I think, was the most intriguing response. 
I mean, Big Sean on there is something. Yeah. I don't know anyone on this planet that has Big Sean as their celebrity crush, but more power to her. Yeah. Respect. Honestly. Um, Boy. <laughs> and then should we read the last one? I don't have my contacts in, so I can't see. You know exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. So for tell us something interesting about yourselves. One of the girls, I'm going to leave her name out, but it was blank has diabetes. We saw that and we we're like, this is super interesting. Like who in their right mind puts that down? Let's take these girls out because we need to just know more about these girls. How does that not make you ask questions? You know, like that, that was like, it was all lowercase letters, you know, so-and-so has diabetes. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> That's how we responded. So we were like, all right, we're interested. So I shoot her a text. I even have the dates up here so we can kind of get the timeline. So I send her a text on Sunday, March 28th. I said, hey, XYZ, this is Sam from the wonderful Sam and Logan combo on Hinge. Let's get something going soon. She said, hey, we're going away for a couple days next week, but maybe we can get drinks the weekend after. You know how that goes when girls say, I'm out of town for the week. Like, Yep, yep. But I will say, did you just say that was a March 28th March 28th, yep. Maybe I was late on the timeline the whole way. Right there. Wow. In proof. So we still had the date in the double date by end of March as a shot right then. Yeah, until she said that she was out. Yeah, so... Which was devastating. Naturally. So I, I told her, you know, she expected some elite banter. So of course I had to do some over text. I said, let's do it. Let's know. Let us know when y'all get back and we could go from there. You got to be going somewhere fun though, or else we're not taking you out. She said, we're going to Puerto Rico. Respect. Yep. So I was like, okay, that's spicy. We see you out here. Bring back some fun stories. I was not expecting to hear back from these girls ever again. And then Tuesday, April 6th. Hey. We're back. Let me tell you, when I saw this text, I had just been driving for like an hour and a half. I got back into the driveway. I pull up my phone and I see that. And I was just so happy to see that. I was like, you know what? The fact that they even responded back. This has to happen one way or another. We have finally just found some real ones. It's been a long time coming. A lot of heartache. A lot of effort, nothing to show for it. And then here we are, a big time response. It sounds like they really want to go. And I hit her with the, how was the trip? But only give me a teaser because I'd rather hear more about it in person. That's classic. Keep it for the date. You know, she was saying it was really fun. Do you guys want to do drinks this weekend? Bang. Absolutely. We want to give drinks or get drinks this weekend, but I did have to give her a heads up. So... Logan was back in Connecticut for the weekend. It was, was that Easter weekend? No, I thought Easter was after that. Hang on. I don't remember. Let me check the calendar. It's not important, but he was back home. And pretty much the only time that we could do was Saturday around 9 or 10 p.m. Because, oh, yeah, no, we'll explain this more in the next episode. Because Logan was doing something with his brother, which then in return meant that he would be getting back to Boston around like uh, 8, 8.30. That's right. Yep. And then I told her, yeah, we could do Saturday night around nine or 10, or we could do Sunday. They said, let's do Sunday midday, like around brunch. And then she replied back, okay, I don't think we can actually do brunch. So let's just do Saturday drinks around nine. I said, yep, let's do it. Lock it in. Um, and then I, 
we went back and forth. I was like, where do you want to go? Immediately says, let's go to this place. I say, we've never been there, but we trust your judgment. So let's do it. Ended up booking it for 930 just so that it could work out. Then just kind of going back and forth. Send her a text the day of, hey, see you lovely later, ladies later tonight. They replied back, can't wait. And just like that, the boys are back in town. Let me see what date that was, just so that we can have it on the record. Saturday, April 10th. Boom. All of that hard work, all throughout the month of March, all of that rejection, all of those questionable moments where we were questioning whether or not this was actually going to happen, our dream was finally turning into a reality. There was some real self-doubt in there. I mean, getting rejected so many times, I was starting to be like, all right, you know, we should just drop this, like forget about it. And to be honest, that didn't even mean that we were in the clear yet. Just because they texted that doesn't mean they'll actually show up. Yes, we had already been turned on several times. So, it was a great moment, but at the same time, we still had our questions in the back of our head. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I think that we were inching closer and closer to finally securing the double date. It was about time. It was a long time coming. And I'll tell you, I, I was getting excited about it. The excitement was heating up. All of our work was finally starting to show off. I was finally starting to give it back to my roommates and I'll talk no action. Yeah, smell ya. Yep. Not here. Not here. Won't find it here. You should see us in the studio right now thinking back because we both got these fat grins on our face right now. It's too bad we don't have the video recording of this one. Speaking of, in the future, we're going to have video recording so you can see the studio in all its glory. It's beautiful. And I think that's where we should wrap it up for this episode because... The next episode is going to be us talking about the first double date. Everything about it. Everything from the day of, leading up to it, the date itself, and what happened after the date that neither of us expected. Not even close. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Disco Inferno, the podcast. We cannot wait for you to hear about our first double date. Can't wait to see you guys again next week. Peace and blessings.